Welcome to another installment of the Socially Distant Podcast. I'm Gabe with my uh, two co-hosts, Josh and Kayla. How y'all doing today, y'all? Chilling. How are you today, Kayla? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. That's good. Uh, so today we're recording this on Sunday, May 10th, which is Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. You know what I'm saying? We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. Y'all make the world go round. Nothing? Nothing from you? <laughs> no. So no. it's just fuck mom? It's fuck mom, guys? No. No, it's not fuck mom. It's just... But what else are we supposed to add That's on right, yeah. that? That's basically what you, it. What do you want me to say? Happy Mother's Day to everyone? Yeah. yeah. Say happy, happy Mother's, Mother's Day. Day uh, happy Mother's Day. Everyone. Yeah, happy um, Mother's Day. Regular moms, uh, we, baby mamas, whatever you are. Yeah. No, not not. Uh, happy Mother's Day to everybody except the baby moms who be putting their good baby fathers do, through bullshit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that too, yeah. Um, but anyway, we got a very, very special episode for y'all today. Um, and I think we just gonna get right into it. Oh, first so, off, congratulations to everyone who finished college. If you graduated, whatever I know this yeah. year was tough and shit. Yeah, definitely, definitely uh, uh definitely it's definitely that. poor graduation circumstances. Uh yeah, shout out to you, Josh. You know, know what I'm saying? You finished for y'all. You know the vibes, y'all. My man Josh is a is about to be a full time athletic trainer. Shout out to him. Not yet. You know, not yet. My fault, bro. I'm just I'm trying to boost you up, bro. I'm trying to boost you up. Definitely trying to cap to the audience, but it's cool. I'm trying to boost you up because you uh because you you making you making positive strides out here, bro. That's all. Thanks, bro. I appreciate you. <clears throat> but uh, we got a lot to get to, so uh, I'm gonna get it started, guys. Uh, we want to start with. We want to start with Ahmad, yeah. Ahmad Arbery. Arber- I, like I feel like we should start with that before we get into the interview. Yeah, get into yeah, because yeah. you know we we got some funnies for y'all today, but we want to we want to get the serious shit out the way, of course. <laughs> um, so as a lot of y'all know, last like this week, I guess not yeah. really last it week, was, but it's it, the, it happened. happened like two months ago. Yeah, yeah but yeah, but it just yeah, came but in. it just. Yeah. It just hit the new cycle within the past 10 days. So, yeah. And we didn't get a chance to talk about it last week because um, it was still very, very new. But um, so basically, if y'all haven't heard yet, uh, somewhere in Georgia, it was a dude, he was taking a run and that's all he was doing. And then he was basically hunted down by these two uh, white racist uh, motherfuckers. I, I don't even know how to describe them. <laughs> Basically, it was it was a lynching. It was a lynching in, in 2020, and that's the most simple way I can put it. And um, it was fucked up. And I just, <laughs> I just, I can't believe this shit. Like, I mean, obviously I can because I know the world we live in. But like, like that man was really minding his business, not not doing anything. He was just trying to get a run in. And like, I did I didn't know like running while black was illegal. You know what I mean? Like, like niggas can't even run through run through the neighborhood no more without without having to keep their head on the swivel. Like, you shouldn't have to do that. Like, the way they pulled up on them was just like, it's like it was like it was premeditated. Well, I'm sure it was premeditated, but I guess crazy. I guess it's just that time of the year because we've seen the other bull who got killed by the cops. We've seen. Yeah. All this shit like this happening, and it's just 
I guess it's just that time of the year where it happens. And it's like sad to say that it's the time of the year, but like, like as a black man, like I just know, like it's going to get there at one point in the year where like just blacks are just going to get killed off like this, like snap, 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 like that. And it just sucks to be a part of that. And it sucks that like, even on Mother's Day, like that's, we talked about this before, like that, that you have to like worry about your sons and just being out there yeah. just dogging. And like they trying to put that narrative out, out that he wasn't a good person. Like he apparently like went in like uh, broke into like some construction site or something like that, and that's why they gunned him down or something. I don't know. They whatever, to- whatever, whatever rhetoric they're spewing, it does not justify the fact that a young a young man lost his life while doing nothing wrong. They couldn't prove any wrongdoing. He had it was no evidence that he did anything wrong. It was purely uh it was purely speculation and assumption. That's yeah. it. They saw a black man in the neighborhood, didn't think he belonged, so they took they took assault weapons and killed this man. They held him down, tried to jump him, shot him. Um shot him again. He was good if you really look at, if you look, I don't know if you've seen you've seen probably seen the video. I saw I saw the video, bro. Yeah, he but it looked like, like he was holding his own a little bit. Yeah, he was. And then they, uh, they shot him. So so just that so just that like he was about to fight off the son I guess and his I guess or the dad I guess and his um and his son shot him in the back I guess yeah um and it says the reports say that the uh the two men I'm not gonna say their names because fuck them um the two men had some sort of connection to law enforcement which brings me to kind of a a bigger point like you can't you can't blame us as as black as black men or as, as a black race in general, if we don't, if we don't have the most faith in, in the law, in the, the legal system, like the shit be happening too much. Like, I, I feel like it's almost, it's, it's, it's almost like steered towards uh, killing us off or, or kind of trying to get us in, into the prison systems and everything like that. Um, and it's nothing you could tell. It's nothing you could say to me that would make me believe any different. Yeah, I feel like everyone feels that way, honestly. Because I mean, cops in general, like yeah, they the most that you hear about are predominantly after like the black community, but they do go after everyone, and that's why a lot of people, like I know a lot of white people, like myself included, that I don't trust the cops like as much as I probably should. You know, like I don't honestly feel fully safer with them because you never know what they're going to try and pull with you the 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 job the job description of a police officer is to protect and serve and honestly they don't be doing a lot of protecting and serving and that's just that's just how i feel like i've never personally had uh a run-in with the cops allegedly but um but um I just I just see too much for me to like be able to put my trust in them. Like I'm not going, I'm not going to stop stop and beep at a cop or say say hello. Like no, like I don't I don't trust you, money. You got a gun on your hip. And if you that you what that you willing to discharge. And if you really think about it, cops are just us, but with like a couple months of training, for real, for real. Like like they have the same decisions making as us. Like if they see someone shady, like walking. They're gonna think through the same thought process as we do. Probably even more 
than us because they're cops and like they're seen in a bad light. I feel like I feel like a lot of cops be like they they like people who never really felt like secure. A lot of them. I'm not saying all of them because obviously it's good people, but it's it's always good people that do bad jobs, I guess. But um, like I feel like it's people who at some point in life they felt insecure. They felt like they didn't have power. So the quickest way to like get some kind of power or some kind of one up on people is to become a cop. And I don't think those are the kind of people we need doing doing that job. Uh because obviously like that's that's the kind of job that kind of um tells you to keep a level head like like all and all that they just as scared as you are is bullshit, bro. Like like you shouldn't you should be approaching the situation like ready to defuse it if it is even a situation like but i feel like they act first and 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 think later it's it's, it's fucked up um it, it happens too often like i've even seen like i don't know why but i seen like i was at work this summer and i i usually sit by the window at lunch and like i literally saw some cops beating up some dude on in the middle of market street like I'm like, what the hell did he do, bro? Like, and he I'm sure get, he wasn't armed. He need, yeah. Then he's like, beat yeah, he was like, he's like, so on Market Street, it's like a lot of a lot of homeless people that that stay by the train station or whatever. And I, I assumed that he was one of them. And like, he was just getting beat beat up for no reason. And it was like, first of all, it was set the cops, bullshit ass set the cops, bro. Like. You don't, you don't even do shit for real, for real. Like, you got a gun to protect the transit, my nigga? Like, what's going on, bro? Like, No, there was... Um, It's funny that you brought that up because there was a video going around, I think, late last week or early this week about a guy at the Coles right down the street from us here mm-hmm. in, like, Havertown. There was two cops beating up this one guy, like, in all the stores are closed and everything so it's like what did he actually do like why are you guys just beating the shit out of him and like me and Nolan were watching it we were just like literally what the fuck is going on like we were trying not to like I don't know overly judge it but at the same time it's like I don't we both agreed that it doesn't matter what this guy did you don't have to sit there and profusely beat him like by punching him, like using your elbows, putting like your knee on him. Like you don't have to be doing yeah. all that shit. If you have to arrest him, then put your knee on his back. If you have to, if he's not like cooperating, handcuff him, put him in the car and that's it. Like you don't need to be doing all this extra shit. It's definitely like, it's definitely ways of restraint, restrainment yeah. that you don't have to like use a lot of force. And yeah. also, also, I have a problem with the way the media has been covering, has co- that covers all these situations, especially, especially uh, specifically black members of uh, mainstream media that um, that wanna that wanna play contrarian and play the other side because I I guess it get them clicks and views. I don't know why they do that, but it's like they, they actually like re- Republicans though. Like they actually believe that like Trump's like looking out for them and like got the their best. But that's that's not even a thing. Like it's not I don't I don't when, when, in times like this, I don't care about your politics. I really don't. I don't give a fuck what you believe in if you on the left or you on the right or dead smack in the middle. Times like this, it's about right and wrong. And what happened was wrong. And it's, it's no way that you should be able to 
to try and downplay the victim because because you assume that he was doing something wrong. This this man was never proven to be a robber. All we know about him is that he's somebody's son, somebody's brother that got killed in cold blood for no reason. That's all we know. You know what I mean? And and yeah, specifically specifically uh sorry sorry to cut you off but specifically no, people like uh Jason Whitlock and and Candace Owens they 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 continually do this shit like i saw Jason Whitlock uh if y'all don't know who he is he like some fat ass sports commentator you know what i'm saying my man my man LeVar Ball said all he know about his snacks which i agree with um LeBron tweeted out in his support of a mod and everything like that and he basically try to downplay LeBron and call him like a, a Twitter activist. But if you know anything about what LeBron do off the court, he's far from just a Twitter activist. He put his money where his mouth is. He he speaks on these on these social injustices that happen all the time. Like he opened a school for the underprivileged black youth. Like he he do this shit for real. And for you to dismiss him as that is disrespectful not only to him but to to a whole community of people in which you're supposed to represent. As a black person, you have a responsibility to 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 uphold and uplift your community, bro. You don't tear it down constantly. You know what I'm saying? I I want to I want to know how how it feels to sell your soul for a seat at that table that you really not welcome that. No. I, I really want to know like all that shucking and jiving he do for these for these Fox people, you know what I'm saying? That's that's cool like it's putting money in your pocket but but at what cost? Like are, do you really believe this? Or are you compromising your morals for a couple dollars? That's a completely different topic, though. It, it, it's a completely different. I went, I went on a tangent, and no, I know you had, I know you had the tweet from Candace Owens. What, what did she say? She says, "Hold up, let me, let me hold up. Let me, I said this to you earlier. She really said some bullshit. She said, uh." Hold up, she just went on a whole rant. Like I don't even know who Chick was. She talking about. She's a she's a Fox News commentator, bro. I don't. He anybody said, said something anybody, like things can be true at once. Ahmad Arvin Ahmad didn't deserve his eye, and Ahmad was not a jogger gunned down for the crime of being black. It's that simple. The media cannot resist the race narrative in their elections. Like basically, she's trying to say that people are um, trying to like make this a race thing so that Trump won't win the election, basically. It's 100% a race thing. And she also said, I will not be a slave to democratic race narrative. Not today, not tomorrow, not ever. I will not pretend to live in a society where blacks are hunted to satisfy the mainstream media masters. I do not seek approval, I seek freedom. First of all, bitch, you wrong because black people are hunted. It's facts. That shit's been happening. Um, I could go back to fucking slavery, but I'm not gonna go there. Uh, look at look at Rodney King. He was he wasn't really doing shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, look at look at look at how they did. But listen, listen, listen. They would try to like make the narrative that like oh like their past like oh they fucked up in the past. So like this is like brought on them. Like it's okay, basically. Like what happened to it's them? It's not okay. It's not, not okay. okay. She we said can't, we can't. And she said this about Brown. She said. Uh, lastly, to uh, he she added Brown. She's like, who will never be what Kobe and Jordan were off the court because he lacks intellect, uh, bro. 
you have multiple homes, white profe uh, professional chefs, gardeners, and housekeepers. If that's an example of literally being hunted by white people, then sign me up as soon as possible. Whoa, whoa, whoa. First of all, first so of all. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So since LeBron was able, was one of the people able to, like, get out of the hood and make something for himself, he's not being hunted anymore. He's not, like, like people who talk down on him every single day. This man made a school. This man gives $1,000. It was carried to Jordan, who's fucking putting money into jails and, like, saying Republicans buy shoes, too, so I'm not going to speak against something. Like, come on now. Like, that's fucked up. Like, I don't even know who Chick is, so. Bro, bro, listen. This 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 narrative that they trying to put on LeBron is not true. The fact that they said he will never be what Jordan and Kobe is off the court shows that she doesn't pay attention. Kobe, as far as... Rest in peace. You know what I'm saying? Kobe was a great dude, but Kobe, nev never seen Kobe involve himself in social issues, which is cool. So I don't even know why she brought him in there. But as far as Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan never spoke out. He don't have to do that. But he did say Republican buy Republicans buy shoes too, which shows where his priorities were. It's Once again, that's all right. But you're not going to downplay him by comparing him to two people that he's that that that's done that hasn't done nearly the amount that he that he has when you when you refer to LeBron James in the social arena you put him in the category with Muhammad Ali and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar or you shut the fuck up period I feel you like we we're not going to do this and and as far as black men being hunted it, it's it's a fact it's not it's not rhetoric you, you don't not have to politicize it it might not be like how she's stating how like people like getting gunned down, but like there's different ways to, like try to bring you yeah. down and all there, that. It's a system. Is there's definitely a system in place that 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 uh that whites benefit from that hinders minorities, but we're not gonna get into that. Um, shit. You could even say OJ was hunted. I mean, however you may feel about OJ, you could say he was hunted. I don't know about that one. You reached, but it. listen, listen. Li no, I didn't. No, I didn't. Because OJ, however you, if you think he did it, cool. I think OJ personally did it, but he got off. That second charge that he caught was some bullshit. They just wanted OJ for the murder that they couldn't get him. On. That's all I'm saying. That's a bad example because yeah, OJ no, because because yeah. that's just because of how people feel about OJ. But they wanted OJ ass. Yeah, definitely. But I think I think we you touched there. I will let. Uh, Kayla, get into the next one. <laughs> well, I'll get into the next one, and then Kayla can talk more about it. I think we, I think we touched everywhere we need to touch before this turns into a political podcast. Yeah, this, this not, this not what we wanted to yeah. do. But I feel like sometimes uh, it's not a political podcast. But sometimes when certain things happen, you you can't ignore it. You know what I'm saying? You got to speak on it, um, and you gotta you gotta share your thoughts because I feel like. Things like this should not go unnoticed. They should be spoken about uh, the right way on as many platforms as possible, especially when you got uh, people like the ones we just talked about trying to trying to change the narrative of it and everything like that. Exactly. All right. So uh, we bring back the Corona update a little bit real quick because, like, we got some crazy ass news from over here in PA. Um, so. Sure. Talk about the June 4th stay at, stay at home order got extended till then. I think this dropped uh, Thursday night, like after like all the news and shit, like, like turned off yeah. the night. 
and like they dropped it on us so that we're here till June fourth. I'm not gonna lie, bro. If we're gonna be in the crib for the rest of the year, just let me know. Just let me know now. Yeah. Don't don't keep on giving me hope and, bro, and like, extending this shit, bro. I, I saw the May eighth. I was like, damn, we here. And then I know. And then they said, nah, bitch, stay you guys in the crib. Yeah, fuck y'all. You got no first longer. first it was like what May 4th, and then they extended it to the 25th. I'm like, all right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm gonna miss out on my birthday, but it's cool because like we're gonna be back in the streets. It's not too long after. <laughs> we're gonna be back in the streets. But then nope. Nope. Like I feel like I feel like I spent too much time in the sheets and not enough time in the streets. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I just I just I just like I'm I'm starting to, I'm starting to get cabin fever a little bit but like I I'm all right though. I'm I'm a, I'm gonna yeah. stay all right. Outside and walk around. Keeping your ass I, in the too much. I mean, I do. I do do that, but like it's just at a certain point like damn, like I want to go somewhere like no, I bought I bought some I bought some fits for the summer like I'm trying to get these sits off. No, that's bad for you. But uh, Caleb last night that I thought like we should just share with y'all, y'all about the mm. schools and all that. Oh, yes, yes. Okay. So what my mom was telling me is that um, Springfield is already seriously talking about making their upcoming school year all <sighs> online. And then Lower Mary. Marion was talking about doing like an every other day type of thing. So half of the kids would go to school Monday, Wednesday, the other half would go Tuesday, Thursday, and then on the off days and then on Fridays that you're not going to school, they would make it online, which I feel like is so confusing. I don't think any like any of the schools yeah. I don't think any of the schools should really be talking about shutting down the school in the fall, like I get it. You want to like stay ahead of this and think ahead and have a plan, but I don't know. I feel like it's just, it's too far out. Like just let the kids go to school. And then obviously if it gets closer and you need to change something because this is still, you know, in full force and it's still a serious matter, then yeah, then do it online. But yeah, I don't know. Just keep everything open. Like, I mean, at this that far out at this point, like, I feel like, it's it's too hard to like call what you're gonna do like so I can't I can't get yeah, mad at how people handling the situation because like this is something we never we never been through like there's never been a time where like where like shit was like so stagnant like and and we don't know what to do like it's protocols for everything except for this like I feel like this is literally the worst case scenario. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, like, I completely understand that, like, it sucks. And to have a backup plan in case all of this is still seriously happening by the time the school year comes up, then perfect. That's fine. It's always good to have a backup plan. But I don't know. I wouldn't go as far as being like, all right, you know what? Fuck it. We're going to cancel the school. Like, not cancel it, but, like, make it online. Yeah. That's, That's all the way in, like, September. Like, why are you trying to shut that down right now? Like, just have the backup plan of obviously keeping everything online if you have to but if you don't have to then don't automatically just say that you're not gonna let the kids go to school next year like that's not yeah i'm i'm gonna need them to give me a decision in july though for sure (laughs) definitely i mean i get it it sucks they're doing what they can but at the same time like they need to stop this shit like bless you thank you 
<laughs> all, all y'all in the states that's starting to open up, don't don't fall for it. Y'all better stay y'all ass in the crib. Real shit. And you know me, you know I love a good conspiracy theory. But uh, I thought it was weird how like the professor from Pitt who was about to like make a breakthrough about like the Corona uh, vaccine got killed. And the next thing you know, like we, our shit got extended like a few days later. Like that shit was just weird to yeah. me. Like, I don't know it, too much about it, but. No, that shit's fucking wild. And that's the what FBI they did. Listening. Like, shit, fuck them niggas. The- they know where I live. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, he said, okay. He said, pull up, feds. <laughs> you don't got um, nothing for feds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, huh? Oh you don't got nothing for the feds. I ain't got shit for them either. <laughs> yeah, no, but this is definitely a wild ass time. Um, I definitely think it's some sort of uh darker, deeper link going on here. I just haven't quite connected the dots yet. Uh, I'm, I think I'm a, I'm gonna hold off on connecting them dots because you know, I don't want no smoke with the feds. They some wild ass niggas. Josh wants it though. I do want it. I want all He'll the smoke. Handle it. I'll handle it. You got, got it, bro. It. For SDP, I got it. You got it, bro. You gonna hold the gang down? Yeah, you know the yeah. vibe. For sure. <laughs> all right. Um. Oh. So let's get into this interview, right, Eve? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, you wanna you wanna introduce it today, bro? Uh, you got it. You know how my introducing skills would be. I'm gonna just add, I'm gonna just add him to the call. We might as well. We might just like keep talking, and then I'll just add him. We'll just yeah, go about bro. Yeah, for sure, for sure. You heard about Earl Thomas, bro? Oh, wait, him, him and his wife. <laughs> we can talk about that a little bit before we uh before we start the interview. Yeah, bro. This nigga, this nigga was uh in the crib. I guess he he had a little he had a little side work over, and then his wife uh. His wife came came home and I guess she pulled the gun out on him, had him at gunpoint. Imagine being held at gunpoint and you ass naked. <laughs> and like imagine like imagine like you hitting with your brother though. He what they say he was hitting with his brother. Yo. Yo. What's up, my boy? What's up? What's up? What's up? How are you today? Y'all? Chilling, man. Had a rough night, but I'm chilling. <laughs> How quarantine treating you? That right, shit's kind of ass, bro. I've been playing 2K, working out, doing all jail workouts, all push-ups. Bro, oh, that's all you. That's all you can do. Uh, all bro. you can do for real, for real. Shit's Damn, dead, bro. bro, we got we got introduced the guests though. We got introduced the guests. Yo, today uh, we got very special guests for y'all. You know, Cabrini basketball legend, uh, Keith Blasingdale. <laughs> What's up, my man? How you doing? I'm chilling, man. I'm chilling. Uh, uh, congrats on graduating too, bro. Congrats. Yeah, bro. Ah, Definitely see, congrats the on the graduation. I, 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 I ain't graduate. I got one more semester left. One more semester? It's all right, bro. One more semester? Yeah. It's all good. For sure. Um, so, go ahead, Gabe. Go ahead, bro. No. All right. You got uh, it. Tell the people about yourself. <laughs> like, why you here? What you do? All that. Uh, I'm 22. Little Cabrini, marketing major. Um, I have to play college sports. Played basketball four years. Went to started off at Goldie Beacom. Um, that's D two. I hated it. Came to Cabrini for my second semester of freshman year. Didn't really play that much. I was thinking of leaving. Came back my sophomore year. Broke out. Average seventeen. 
I left because I couldn't afford the bill. So I went to Rosemont for a year. Average 19 there, won a chip. And then the coach wanted me back to Cabrini, and I hated Rosemont. So I came back. And y'all know what happened this year. Y'all knocked us out of the playoffs. But um, I'm not going to talk about that. You gave us you gave us forty though. That was a forty though. I was on senior night too. Yeah, um, yeah, bro. I I mean now it's just um I'm looking to play overseas, but I gotta I'm, I gotta get that uh that degree first. That's the goal, the degree for sure. And then um, see all this Corona, how this Corona shit is messing everything up. So, um, but after that I want to be like I want to get into sports marketing, uh, be an agent. And I got a lot of plans for the bread I'm doing. I'm also YouTubing and. All that stuff. So I'm trying yeah. to find all ways of income. All right. So basically, you just trying to stay po- uh, stay positive and productive during yes, this little sir, man. Can't be sitting here. You can't be sitting here just doing nothing, man. It's too much time on our hands to be doing nothing. So when uh, when when did you start hooping? Ah, uh, damn! I started hooping second grade. I want to say I did. That wasn't even my main sport though. It was football. I wanted to play football, and uh, I played all three sports. I played baseball. Baseball, actually, I play every sport. Baseball, hockey, basketball, football. And then it got to high school. It was like, my mom's like, you got to choose one. At that time, I was like, man, I was still skinny. I was like a maybe a buck 20. I was like, all right, I'm just going to go basketball and see what happens. Because <laughs> football, you, I was getting my shit crushed. Come across. I was playing wide receivers. I was getting my shit boomed on. I said, oh, I'm not doing this, bro. I really yeah, right. ain't got playing cold weather. Like, nah, nah I'm good. Yeah, yeah no, nah, that, that middle, no joke. Yeah, nah, nah, that ain't for me. That shit was killing me. That's all right, nah. I'll sign up for basketball any day. For sure. Um, all right, so what do you think was your best game you ever had? Ooh. Um, yeah, I got probably the two. The, the one, I would say at Rosemont, I had 45. Against Wilson at Wilson in the playoff game, um, we beat them hundred and something to like seven. You smacked them. It was I had forty five with like ten minutes left and, and took us out. Forty five, five and five. That shit was spooky. That was a good game. And then the second one probably my senior night, just because it was like my last. It could have been my last home game, and mm-hmm. like it was just like everything was just going right, right, and it just ended right too. Like, but I knew like once once we got the ball and we got the ball in timeout, I knew he was gonna call the play for me. I was gonna get the ball. First, honestly, the play really wasn't for me, to be honest with you. But I, I got, I got open. My teammate got me the ball, and they put the little—I don't know his name. He's kind of short. Well, I don't know his name, but I was happy for him <laughs> because once I got space, bro, once I got enough space, I'm pulling it, and I already hit like eight threes. So I'm like, this shit gotta go in, bro. And that's actually that—that's actually my roommate. We talk about that all the time. <laughs> yeah, bro, you—you you put you put my man on the spot. Oh, <laughs> Nah, bro, because they had uh they had the aggressive African bull on me, so I was like, yeah. damn. I was like, he was aggressive. I'm like, all right, I can get past him, but he going he gonna try to fuck me up probably. Yeah. So I, they switched him when they put the small ball on me. I'm like, bang! All I gotta do is get to a spot and just raise up on him. Mm-hmm. I raised up, and that shit was bang, that. That shit was a fun game. That was a fun game. The next one wasn't though, but it, it is. So you still gave us like thirty, I think though. Like, yeah, all in the second half, too, because I was on my ass the first half. First half was yeah. for me. I was like, damn, these niggas on my ass, bro. <laughs> oh, my ass. I, no, I mean, I was getting help, but it's not the help that I needed. I, th- I think that's what, like, made us, like, respect you even more. Like, as a player, like, you came up to us and, like, yo, good shit. Like, y'all did good. Like, yeah, bro. I'm not moment. like that, bro. I'm not like that. 
I'm not like the nigga, bro. Niggas don't like me because I be too friendly, bro. They be like, bro, you too friendly. You always holding people up. Da da da. No, it's not. It's a game, bro. At the end of the day, bro. Like yeah. I'm gonna kill them on the court, regardless, bro. It's not even that deep. Like you ain't gotta be an asshole with the niggas, bro. Like that's why I don't get. Like, bro, that's why, bro. Think about this. Michael Jordan is gonna come on tonight, bro. It'd be just making me look like, bro, why, he, why you ain't got to do all the stuff you got to do. You can be great in your own way, bro. You ain't got to Thank you, bro. Down, you feel me? Like, like, you making people not eat. Like, bro, I, yeah, I wish, bro. I, I was talking to my man about that. I was actually talking to Brian Cameron about that, bro. I'm talking mm-hmm. to him. I'm like, bro, what do you, what do, you do? Like, a bull came up to you after a bad game. It's like, bro, you're not eating, bro. What? you going to have to see me and I'm eating your food, bro. You're tripping. And I yeah. and vice versa. I said, bro, as a leader, bro, like if I went up, if you went up to somebody, I was like, yo, you sucking. Give me a shit, bro. What? If he don't steal you, then you treat him like an animal, bro. Like, nah, bro, it's not even that. that. Like everybody who, bro, we all D three, bro. At the end of the day, at, at the end of the day, this shit gonna be over. Like, shit's over. But now I got, I'm good friends with Rich Dunham and and McCollum and and Ambrose and Ryan Cameron. All this, bro, all this, all for connections down the road. But you never know when you need people. So ain't no point to be nasty and this and that, bro. I always give respect after the games, bro. Dab everybody up, bro. No matter how they treat us, bro. Let's dab them up. Good game. Fans, the crowd, the crowd be rocking, bro. I just smile, bro. Go up to them. They'll come up to me at the game. Oh, we try getting your head. Like I, I think it was after the, the senior night game, they was talking to me. I was like, oh, we try getting your head. It just wasn't working. I got a bunch of DMs. Like, bro, I, I'm not. I'm not really rattled during the moments, bro. Like it's just mm-hmm. a game. Like it's not anything to be shaking up my boots about, bro. Like, Game. Yeah, exactly. I think that like me, me and Gabe actually talked about that like after that game. I was like, wow, he was like real humble after that shit. Like, like yeah, I, I, I would have been same in that position. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I came to practice though, bro. I was a little cocky, motherfucker, bro. But once I went D two, that shit humbled me. I'm like, damn, this this niggas out here is tough, bro. I'm like, yeah, you gotta humble yourself, bro. But once nah, you get to that level. Like, you could be cocky, bro. It's even better when you're humble because niggas got to respect you, bro. They're like, you can't. Like, you sitting there not talking shit, but you just busting their ass and smiling. Bro, that's even better than you just talking shit to them, bro. Yeah, now exactly. you busting their ass, bro. You nice. You just smiling, of course. Niggas is like, damn, bro. This nigga, he helped you off off the floor. Like, damn, I can't not take his hand, bro. Like, right. <laughs> niggas tight, bro. Niggas be tight. No, that's the worst. That's definitely the worst kind of person to play against because, like, it's definitely, like, a difference from, like, going from playing high school to, to being – a D2, D3 athlete, because, like, when I went to school, I went to the worst D2 football team in America, but it was still it was still niggas that was nice, though. Nice, like, yeah, bro. You got to like, think, like... Niggas like is talented, is, bro. Yes, bro. College is basically every high school player is either first, second, or third best player, bro. So they're all coming in with all egos, all everybody coming in. Like, that's what one of our issues was this year, because we had, like, the younger players didn't want to really buy in. They're still in that high school mindset. Like, bro, like, yeah. I'm just going to score. No, bro, you got to play your role in college, bro. Your role is – if you, if the coach came here, came, a bunch of here to get rebounds, bro, get rebounds, bro. Don't try to like, do 20 and 20. But there's not too many niggas out there getting 20, 20 points, 20 rebounds. Depth, depth, depth. Not everybody, you know, Tyheem Monroe and all them them tough-ass players. But all them – everybody has a role, bro, and they didn't understand that until late, until we started clicking, like, late. But that by that time, everything was already fucked. We already lost, like – 11 games in a row. Like, it was really, really, I could really just depend on it was Vo and honestly, consistently, it was just Vo. Like, everybody else is just the tallest of every game. That's what our problem. We had no consistency. And I tell them all the time, and I, they're going to get better at it, like, over time. It comes with, like, when they're just young and you're just not ready for the moment. Like, 
but it just hurt because it was the, I was only like upperclassmen, so I'm stuck. I'm stuck yeah. like, yo, this, 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 like, and they just like, all right, bro, like, all right, bro. Now I'm like, all right, yeah. now it's gotta take over. Now you have, I'm gonna make you respect me. And then when it's like, oh shit, he really, yeah, I average twenty. And they're like, come on, like, pick it up, like. And I'm not even mm-hmm. that boy. I'm not even gonna yell at you, bro. I'm just gonna be like, yo, you gotta pick it up, bro. Like, you gotta be motivated. I'm more than like, uh, I'll pull you along more than like force you. I'm saying like, just here, come on, come with me. I'm gonna show you, and then they'll see like, all right, bet, 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 and I'll tell them different matchups. Like as I got older, but the game slowed down. I could be able to just see different stuff. Like I just learned like game all about counters. I heard the coach say it, it was actually during the game. He's like, he's not going left. You're right. I'm not going left. But if I go left, I got a counter for when you stop me, bro. Because I'm going to go left and snatch his back, and you're gonna hold this. Like it's just I got too much stuff in my head, and it'd be processing. Bro. That's why I'm thankful I came back and helped me get that leadership. It's like strengthen my leadership better, like on and off the court, like for I mean when I get in my career or whatever. And then like it's just little shit I picked up. I'm like, damn, you start watching film or you start learning people's tendencies. That's why I like like they was hyping Brian Cameron up. That's my man now, but it was hyping him up. I'm like, bro, this there's no way this white boy is this tough. He, he <laughs> but he gave but I ain't gonna lie, bro. He, he played us the first time. No, yeah, the first time we when he beat him, we beat him at the crib. This man started seven for seven. I said, what is he on, bro? Like, he literally <laughs> snatched back. He snatched back in my, like, near our bench. I'm watching it. It was my man's net. Snatched back. Bang. Coach said, rebound. He looked back before the shit went in. There is no rebound. I was like, yo, who is this bull, bro? <laughs> That's a cool-ass bull, bro. I ain't so gonna lie. I- I tore my ACL this year, and like we when we a payoff game against uh, Wesley, like he yeah. right behind me, so like we talking the whole entire game, and like we just like yo, like this nigga really like coming through, bro. Like, he is like that, bro. He is like, different. like that. He's <laughs> different. a different bull, bro. And he talking that shit while he doing it, bro. That's the crazy. I'm saying, bro, I'm busting, bro. First they play a matchup zone to hide him because he can't play defense. So I'm yeah. I'm finding them. I found them on a one. I went past him lay. Nah, sold away. He come back down. He do his pump. You know, he pump fake. Ah, I got you in the air. Hit it. He got me when I snapped. I stripped him. And he called the foul. He's like, bro, you should have made that layup, bro. You fucked up. Sorry, watch this. We going back and forth, bro. It was literally like a period, like three, four minute period. Me and him going back and forth, bro. That shit was no. lit. But he liked that, bro. <laughs> That's a different white boy, bro. I ain't going to cap to you. Yeah. No, because I remember I remember the uh, the playoff game that I you had against them. And I'm like, I'm sitting there watching. I noticed that this man, they was they was down at the time. Then I noticed, like, I see this man's shoes. He got Mamba mentality on his shoes, and he really bought that shit. So <laughs> I, I look at Josh. I'm like, yo, look at this man's shoes. And then we both looked at each other like, yeah, this shit over. <laughs> yeah, bro. That's real shit. So, like, yeah, bro. <clears throat> I know y'all was, like, y'all both, like, played four years, and, like, it started as the CSAC. And it turned into like the the Atlantic, right? Yeah. So like, what was what was those battles like between y'all? Like, um, CSAC. So I stayed in CSAC extra year because I went back to Rosemont. So CSAC, when they was in it, it said was it was mad top heavy. Like, two. It was either Gwinnett, Cabrini, Newman. Like those were the joint. That was the teams, bro. So like, and then there was like a second tier: Marywood, Immaculata. I'm trying to think who else is in it. Karen um, was okay. It wasn't crazy. Yeah, yeah. Karen just had the one bull, uh, Malachi. Yeah, Malachi. He owed his shit. Him. Who about they had? Clark Summer was the worst. 
Yeah, Clarkson was the worst. Uh, Centenary was okay. Centenary was okay. Centenary, Centenary was all right. It was like and, in that middle tier too. And uh, um, fuck Keystone, Keystone. They had that. They was all right for like. Keystone was always like up and down every year. You never knew yeah. what to get with them. Yeah, bro. They just like to score no defense. But like my sophomore year, I was young. I played with um fucking Taheem. So I think it was the national player of the year. Bro, but, I thought, actually, but he was different. Bro, I thought it was hot shit going against. Um, the last game we played against y'all my sophomore year, like I like we won like the last like four games, bro. I had a headband on and everything, bro. This nigga fly the shit out of me. <laughs> bro, he is different, bro. bro that boy is different, like, bro. Like one legged shit, like Dirk, bro. I was yes. just like, you know, yeah, like he is but like when we like playing like practicing with him, bro. I feel like, bro, he is not that crazy, bro. But I would go back and like look like at this man. He averaged twenty two and sixteen, right? He would have. 10 plus boards by halftime. I don't even know how he gets them. Like, I'll be like, bro, how many boards you got? But he's like, I got like, he had a 20, he had a 28 and 22 point, re- he had 22 points, 28 rebounds one game. I said, where the fuck are you getting these rebounds from, Rebound, bro? Exactly. Are they just giving them to you? He was like, nah, bro, I just know where it's about to come off that. I'm like, bro, I don't even think you get them this, bro. I was just sitting there like, I don't even, like, back then, bro, they had, it was Tyheen, Daryl, Ivan, uh, who else we played with? Our team was loaded sophomore year. Oh my god, we had Ant came, um, Ant came second semester. We had the, the the Smith brothers, the two. They wasn't they wasn't doing too much. All they did was shoot. Um, Brett, but actually, we that 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 team should have went to at least the Sweet Sixteen in the tournament, bro. We had a lot of talent, but we ran to fucking Springfield. They they had some tough white boys too. I'm like, God, Jesus, bro. Would you, say, yeah. would you say that was the best team you ever been a part of, bro? Yes, yes. That, that team should have. That should. That team should definitely won. Went either to Sweet Sixteen or passed because it's uh, Springfield that beat us. Was they went to the, the Final Four, and then um, who else? And we only lost three games that year. Besides that, we got smacked by Dennis in the second game of the season. Other than that, we lost to uh, Newman at Day Place, mm-hmm. and that's because Daryl didn't show up to the game, and then we lost to Gwen in overtime. Cause Daryl didn't show up to the game, so both of them games we could have easily won. Like we, we went to every game that we was probably gonna win. Like if the team didn't have over, we already said if the team didn't have over, I think it was forty five. They didn't have past forty five at halftime, bro. They were gonna lose, bro. Cause we put fifty on the head in the second half, and we did it every time, bro. But the CSAC back then was tough. Then when everybody left, CSAC was terrible. Oh my god, it was just Rose, bro. It was just Rosemont. Centenary is actually getting good. Centenary is actually getting good. They got a new coach. Uh, Karen was good because they had Julian, Melika, and uh, Jeremiah. Um, and Wilson came in. And Wilson was good, too, at their place. That was a 14. But everybody else was terrible, bro. It's fucking poop. I was so mad. <laughs> fucking poop, bro. And then we ended up winning it because Karen was actually good. Karen was actually – they was actually good. And they had – you know, you ever play a big court, they got that shit. Loaded to the fucking brim, like everybody was in there. That shit was jumping, but that shit. And then I came to Atlanta East, and it's just like it's way more talent than Atlanta East. Like it's just way more talent, like yeah, individual like, talent. Like they yeah, just freshman, freshman sophomore year was crazy. I, I like I just remember going up against like grown ass men that knew me. Yes, like, yes, those niggas are 26, 27 years old, bro. Strongest shit with kids in the in the stands. In the stands. Shit. Yeah, I'm just sitting there like, yo, I ain't got shit for them right now. Niggas is different, bro. 
I can't. If I'm bro, if I ain't, if I hooping by twenty two, but it's just old for me. But niggas be coming, they be like, oh, I'm trying to hoop. Maybe twenty five. I'm like, y'all got kids in the stands playing child support, bro. You ain't getting no checks from this here, bro. You just here going to class. Twenty six. You gotta still go to class. You twenty six year olds in the classroom, bro. That's embarrassing. I ain't yeah. that. So, uh. Why did you choose Cambrini? Like, what well, uh, after Golden Beacon, why did you choose Cambrini? That's just funny. Um, I actually I wanted to stay D two, bro. In my bro, in my head that time, bro, nobody could tell me I wasn't I wasn't tough, bro, and I wasn't even as good as I, as I am now. So I was, bro, I was just a straight shooter. Couldn't dribble. Couldn't I could I could do lays. I was athletic, but I couldn't do like anything else. So I'm saying, like, bro, I'm going D two somewhere else. They was like, yeah, you're just gonna have to sit a year. Uh no, I'm not saying the goddamn year, bro. I don't even like I don't even like school like that. I'm not the biggest fan of school, so I'm not gonna be sitting here sitting just going to class and not doing anything. So and then my AU coach was like, Bro, uh check out uh D three school you can play right away. <laughs> Bet. All right. So I looked at I actually emailed Gwyneth. Baron didn't hit me back up. I hit up Gwyneth because they uh they recruited me out of high school. So I hit up Gwyneth, I was like, Baron, I'm trying to come for a visit, blah blah blah. He never hit me back up. Now he hit me back up two weeks later. Sorry, right, fuck that. Then I hit up uh, Rosemont with Bob. He he waited too long. Cabrini coached me right back to St. Mimi within 15 minutes. She's like, yo, come up for a visit. So I right, bet. Came here, gassed my head up, bro. I was talking about, hey, we got so many injuries. You're going to play right away. I'm sitting here like, all right, bet, 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 bet. Come there. <laughs> I am sitting there on the bench. Like a dick hill, <laughs> like this. You know, and coach, this is when I, I didn't really have no clout or nothing. Bro. I'm sitting on the bench, bro. I'm sitting next to Ant. The two white boys starting over me. Two just corny. They corny. They my man, but they corny. But at this time, I'm like, bro, I'm better than them. I'm finding everybody at practice. I don't know what you want me to do. He look at he look at me. You know, the coach will look at you. Look back. He like, all right. It's, it's about to come, right? He'd be like, yo, can you, can you, can you tap somebody next to you? I said, bro, here, yeah. He wants you. <laughs> they ain't hit you with the 20 seconds left. Here, go get them. I, bro, I'm not going to get I told my mom to come to every single one of them games. Bro. She's sitting there looking like a dickhead, bro, like this. I'm sitting there like this. I'm looking at her like, he said I was going to oh, play. I, I, thought, I thought I was going to play. And that shit was quiet. And I'm like, bro, I'm definitely bad. And then I started playing more after uh, Ivan toured. Like, he popped his hamstring. So I started playing way more. I'm like, all right, bet. And then that's why I think I ended up having like five points that season like it was something light but i scored more than half the people I was on the goddamn team like so i was mm-hmm. like all right and then he was uh i was like bro i ain't doing that bro and then i had a bill so i couldn't i couldn't leave so i was like damn i gotta get a job i gotta take some time off and then the green was like yo don't worry about it we'll put you on a payment plan and i just i had to live on my man i had to live on Taheem couch all my sophomore year to pay my bill off and so i got a girl i got a girl on campus uh one of the girls that hoop on the team Stay with them, and I was finessing on campus. So my bill got paid off. I didn't have no bill. I said, "Bro, I ain't doing this. Bro, I, ain't, I can't afford it. I'm out." And I went to Rosemont, and that's how, that's how shit went. And Rosemont was Bob is he's he's the most annoying coach I've ever had in my life, bro. And like I like there's times I want to punch on him, bro. Like did ass punch on him. I was like, "Bro, I'm not spending my senior year like that, bro. I can't do it." And uh, and then you know I go to parties and shit, so I'm going to party at Cabrini. I'm sitting there, bro. And they're like, "Yo, sweat." They call me sweat. They're like, "Yo, sweat, come back." Wow, we really need you. Gonna be crazy next year. Piping my head up again. Mm-hmm. Boo boo the fool. All right, bro. <laughs> go ahead. 
Go ahead, bro. Yeah. Go go talk to Mac. I can't talk to Mac. You know what I'm saying? Go talk to Mac. This is like during the season. I was like, bro, go talk to Mac. Tell me what he says. And you come back and tell me what he says. Mac is like, yo, if you want to come back, bro, we're going to work something out. Something out. So, all right. Let's, let's work. This is like, I got this is at the point I got in an argument with the coach at, at Rosemont at practice. I'm like, I'm sitting there. I'm just, what what happened? I'm trying to think of the exact situation, bro, because I cursed him out, bro. Because I'm one of them players, but you ain't got to yell at me to motivate me, bro. You can just talk to me like a grown-ass man, bro. This, 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 bro. He, you ain't shit. That, blah, blah, blah. I said, bro, first, this, he's fat. That's this, he's big. You, you seen him, right? He's huge. So I'm like, bro, stop talking like that. He's like, why do you think you all this, this? Are oh, you right? So at that point, bro, I think this is when we played him at Kilada at Rosemont. We lost to y'all. This is mm-hmm. like two games before that this happened. And I started posting. I was I posted on the gram like, yo, eight games left. And I'm just going down, making a countdown. Niggas looking at me crazy. I'm like, bro, I'm not doing this, bro. Eight games left. Now, now I'm putting some minimums in his head. He like, damn, I might lose. And he did. He lost me. I ain't gonna lie. He been at that point, bro. I was checked out, bro. I was like, bro, I'm. I told the team, I said, bro, I'm doing this for y'all, bro. But, but past this, bro, I don't know what's gonna happen. So we are gonna get this chip and we are gonna bounce out. He said, bro, we. And everybody, the crazy person, everybody on the team realized it, bro. And they were like, they understood, like. Cause I'm, bro. I'm not a negative person, bro. I'm positive. I'm, I'm first to practice all the time, last to leave, all that, bro. I'm like, bro. I'm here to work. So we are gonna get this ship and we get this money. We are gonna get the first ship in y'all history. And I'm with Kawhi, and I'm, I'm a dip. All right, I'm a dip. <laughs> it was all right, bro. Let's get this ship. We got the ship. Niggas we went to the tournament. Got. I already knew we were gonna get snacked because we was in a terrible league. So they're gonna put us against somebody tough as shit. And we play Amherst, tough as shit. Smallest player was six three. And two seven footers, I'm sitting there like, damn, these niggas big as shit. <laughs> these niggas big as shit. He was holding in for a little bit, and then they just, you know, what I'm saying they just took off. He gonna come to me at the game. He was like, all right, he said, it's your team now. I need you to talk to him later on here, like a in the year me. I never forget it, bro. In the year meeting at the hotel, he's like, bro, I need you to talk to him and let him know that you're you're there for him, like going forward. I'm sitting here looking at. Uh, I don't know if you know Nick Gemmel. He on he he uh, a white point guard, backup point guard for them. He yeah. was like, I'm talking to him like, bro, he don't even know, bro. Like, I don't, this ain't this ain't it, bro. He said, bro, just go in there. I basically said my goodbyes during the meeting, bro. Niggas looking at me crazy. I'm like, bro, I just want to thank all you guys for the time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's been, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying it's been a great season. I don't know what's gonna happen next. Everybody looking at me cross. I'm like, yeah, bro. Let's just go enjoy this. Enjoy the season we had. Everybody giving a hug and shit. So at that point, he already knew. Like he, he already had an idea. But then he started. He then he did some nuts to try, cause there's a whole lot of shit going on with that, bro. That, and we not. I mean, I'm not cool with him at this point. Like to this day. I feel that. But uh, you did. You did get your thousand points there, though. How did that feel? Yeah, bro. I got. Yeah, it was my career. My career thousand points. That was good. It was actually we played Brent Athen. And they're terrible. And it's crazy because my man Heem played for him too. So he was about to be the all time leading scorer at the school. So before the game, I'm like, bro, we already knew he was going to win, bro, because they're terrible. So we were like, bro, bro, I said, bro, I'm guarding you, bro. I'm going to let you rock out. I'm going to let you get that. Cause that that's something that's going to stand forever, bro. So I'm going to let you get that. I'm acting like I'm guarding you. But don't try to do some crazy shit. You know what I'm saying? Just get the bucket. I'm acting like I'm guarding you. <laughs> you get the bucket. He's like, all right. He got it. He said, I'm going to do the same for you. I'm sitting there. I can hit a jumper. I'm like, Yo, this is crazy. First half, I got like six points. I need 20, I need 24. So I'm like, damn. So I just started jacking. Like, I've never been, I was headhunted for every lay, 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 lay. But my teammates helping me out the way. 
and it was the last game that my family could come to because the next game was at Wilson. So they're not coming to Wilson. Was, so this is the last game. They had posters. You know, people bring the posters and stuff. I'm like, damn, damn it's a lot of pressure, bro. This is a lot of pressure. I cannot not get this, this thousand points. So I ended up getting it. They didn't stop the game. It, it was whatever. The refs realized it, and then they called timeout. We started celebrating. It was cool. It was all good. And then I got my thousand point in Cabrini this year against um, Marywood. Same situation, brother. This one, it was amplified because my, my mom got T-shirts made and my son scored thousand. I'm like, oh, my God. And it was quiet. Every time it gets quiet because, like, you don't want to, like, you don't want to jack for the points because you need to win. And that, in that situation, we lost Marywood. We had to play in that playoff game with uh, Newman. Like, it would be us and Newman. We were at the bottom. So we needed to win that game. So the English was like, bro, don't – Coach was like, don't force it. Blah, 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 blah. I said, what do you mean? Like, you keep thinking I'm forcing these shots, but this is what this is the shit I shoot every time. So it's not <laughs> like I'm forcing. Like, I'm shooting step back threes. Like, oh, this is what I – this is what I, this is my game. And then mm-hmm. I was beefing with his, his like – his like, I guess girlfriend, bro. Like, coach of the girls team. They think I'm like a jack and like I'm an asshole. I'm like, bro, they don't even know me. They just see me on the court. Kind of, I have passion. Like that's passion. That is passion mm-hmm. on the court. Like it's two different things. Like if I'm getting frustrated because somebody's dropping the ball, and I'm diming them, yeah, I'm gonna be mad. Like, bro, catch the ball. You feel me? Like, but I'm like exactly. mfing this, this, that, that. I'm not fighting. Like you never see me do anything, bro. I'm, I got one tech in my career, my whole basketball career. It's off of just – I told the ref, man, I should have dunked it. Like, bro, like, I don't – it's not – that's not me. Like, I'm not really worried about it. But that game was pressing, and we end up – I ended up getting it, and we ended up winning the game, so it was all good. Thousand points is something crazy. But, I, I, I mean, if I played my freshman year, I believe I would have had 2,000, but I didn't get a yeah, chance you got, to. I think you ended with, what, 1,600? Yeah, 1,600. So I was yeah. like, it is what it is. Like, can't complain. Is there anything that you would change about your – uh? College career. Um, I got two options. So if I if I decided the D three route way before, I wish I would have came to Cabrini off rip. Like not just going to go to you, like go to Cabrini off rip, and then stayed all four, and not just be jumping around. Because I I would have graduated now, obviously. And then my second option would have been. To stay D two, like or stay at Goldie and just rough it out, and then I, I was one. I was wondering like what kind of player I would have been then, like because D two and D three worked. I think it was just two, two totally different things. But that shit, at Goldie we was lifting, lift, lift Monday, Wednesday, Friday, condition Tuesday, Thursday, before season, before they even touch the ball. Like you're in there, I'm sitting here, I'm. I'm going into the college. I'm like 150, bro. By the time that was 170, muscle. Like, I'm fit. Never been so fit in my life. I got in Cabrini. No, you know that D3 shit, bro. That shit not mandatory. So, like, it's not really nobody forcing you to do it. So, like, when you got schoolwork and this and that, bro, you like, bro, I ain't really lifting that hard, bro. Or we just had a game. I just played 40 minutes, bro. This lift, bro, I'm I'm, I'm stretching, bro. He'd be like, why are you stretching, bro? Do you understand? <laughs> the amount, but my body hurts after a game, bro. I land on my back. I'm doing this. I'm falling on the ground. My knees is hurting. My dumbass didn't stretch early in my career, so my body's hurting. Like before a game, I'm in there getting treatment. After a game, getting treatment. That shit ain't it, bro. That shit ain't <laughs> it. That shit hurt. That shit hurt now. My, every time I get up, my knees cracking. I'm like, God damn. 
I feel old <laughs> and I just stopped playing. Yeah, but that's probably two things I would have explored. Um, do you have like any plans like your life after basketball? Like, um, yeah, um, I definitely want to do that overseas, at least for a little bit. Do the overseas thing for I know I gotta probably go to like Central America. I know there's a couple of countries that, that do want me. So I just gotta tell them I gotta finish, make sure I finish school first, get my degree, and then um handle that. And after obviously it's not like a life sport, so you gotta do gotta have something else. So I'm I'm looking at a couple things. So like I wanna get in wholesaling with retail. I'm not retail, like um homes and stuff. I wanna get into that. I wanna get into sports marketing for a professional team. I want to do this YouTube thing, which I started up. Um, what is the other one? I want to be a sports agent down the line once I have enough connections. Um, yeah, I got. I'm, I'm one of the people I got to do. I got to do multiple things, but I can't just be sitting. I don't see myself sitting in a nine to five, just like huh, calling, "Hello, can I help?" Blah, 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 blah. All right. Like I'm not doing that. I'm sorry. I need something. Get me active, and I also want to be. Not in the mix, but I want to be like I want to be out there. I want to be city to city, going to see clients, that that type stuff. For so sure. yeah, that's probably four of my joints I got right now. That's why I, I'm be I've been reading every day, um, some good books. Um, book I'm reading right now is uh, Think and Grow Rich. It's pretty good. I just started it today. It's pretty good. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to read just better my knowledge. Honestly, this is all I can do. So uh, you said you was doing YouTube. Tell us, tell us about um, <laughs> what you what you be doing on your channel and like what, what's the direction of your channel and all that. I got you. Um, so I basically I did, I think I decided like, I think three three four weeks ago I decided because I always wanted to do it. I mean I, I think my personality is pretty good. Like everybody tell me you should do YouTube, blah blah blah. blah. But with school and uh, basketball, but I didn't have time. And when I commit to something, I want to commit. You know what I'm saying, hundred percent. So mm-hmm. it's not like I don't want to go half-ass down ticking. I'm posting videos every other month now. Nah, nah. So I've been doing reaction videos. I got like I think I got four videos, four or five videos up there. I'm doing actually. I'm actually gonna record one tonight. Uh, I got I got the I do scary reaction videos. I do I did me doing a gameplay of Jason uh, Friday the Thirteenth Jason game that was pretty mm-hmm. funny. Um, I'm just gonna do more reaction videos. I mean it sucks that sports. I want to do sports, but everything shut down so i've been yeah. doing like old i'm gonna do old games tonight i'm probably gonna do a video uh try not to laugh if i laugh i gotta take like a shot of hot sauce something something along those lines i just like <laughs> yeah it's something, something yeah, I'm, like it's something like i like being in front of the camera and then i'm learning how to edit i'm new to the editing and stuff so yeah. i'm learning how to edit more so as like and i can see for myself like from my first video to the last one i made i'm getting better and better like it's more like more like I, I learned how to add like effects like the kawaii the kawaii laugh effect that is something that's really not funny like stuff like that he'd be like oh all right that's cool like, so yeah, you coming bro. now it's coming from like i'm not into something because i'm like of course i want to get paid from it but that, that's your main goal but you're not gonna have fun like you want to have if you're having fun with it bro you're gonna love doing it. the same thing with like just your career in general but i'd rather have fun in my job and love going to work every day and love what i'm doing than sitting there like damn yeah, I'm making bread, but I'm saying I'm miserable. Like, I got to go back to the crib and do the same shit all over again, bro. Like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, bro. So, like, like I, I know for us, sorry to cut you off. Like, I know for us, like, this co- this content creation shit, like, it's definitely a lot of work that you that you put into it. And, like, you know, like, because you're starting it off and everything. And I guess, like, we at the same place as far as, like, the content we putting out. But, like, it don't even feel like work. Like, 
No, bro, for it me, should be fun. Yeah, bro. Yeah, like, be... I know but, for me, like, after we do this, like, I, I do the editing and stuff like that. So I'm I'm up late, but it don't even feel like I'm working. I'm just, like, having fun, like, and watching this back, I, like, I laugh and, like, like just take it in. And, like, I'm putting together a little blooper reel because, like, in the middle of, the, like, the clips and shit, like, we, it's always something going on. So, like, <laughs> it's just something that, like, I started to fall in love with. Like, Yeah, bro. If you fall in love with it, bro, the money going to come. If, if you producing good content, bro, and you're consistent, bro, consistency is one of the biggest keys to being successful, bro. It's for anything, bro. If you consistent, you consistently work out, bro, you're going to get to wherever you want to go, bro. You consistently try that that female you want. You might get her eventually, bro. You never know. But don't <laughs> give up on your dreams. You feel me? Nah, but um, uh, you can be consistent with. If you consistent, bro. If you, I'm, I'm dropping video. This, 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 bro. Or I'm consistent, bro. I I told myself, bro, you can't do. You gotta do 300 pushes before you even touch the game, bro. Boom, 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 boom. Now you're consistent. Now after 30 days, if it starts becoming, it's a habit. Now you're in a you're in a routine. You're like in a routine now. So you're like, all right. Word. So then you can do it without doing it, cause like. I was always a bull. This is one thing about me. I was always a bull. Never made my bed, bro. Niggas like my uh one of my old heads like, bro, if you make your bed, bro, you're gonna feel twenty times better during the day because you you start your day up doing something already, something positive. So I started making I'm like, all right, bro, yeah, this is this make me do feel good. Now you come back to a nice neat bed, you be like, damn, that look nice. It just make you feel good. It's just a little thing in life you gotta just appreciate time at the time. You know what I'm saying? You don't know. Again, you don't know when that shit can end, bro. You don't know what can happen, bro. Just appreciate you. Just be happy you got a bed, bro. You got a bed to make, bro. That might be your only positive thing that happens to you all day. You feel me? So, see the little things with a grain of salt. That's what I be doing. Word. Um, so, <laughs> so, um, I got a question for you. Like, if you got a... So Mount Rushmore, which of Mount Rushmore are Hoopers? Ooh. Like NBA or just like NBA? Yeah, NBA. Okay. We can do okay, NBA okay. and we can do uh in college. I seen you do that on your Instagram the other the other week. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was fun. That was that was a good one, bro. Niggas, I had to really think about it because it was really hard. Um I'm gonna go my Mount Rushmore. I'm going Brian. Brian's my goal. Brian's my goal. Jordan. Well, Last one's hard, bro. Last one's hard. Like it's hard. You cannot not have Kareem in there. You cannot not have him. But I also want to throw Magic in there. Mm-hmm. It's only four heads. Kareem got Kareem. Kareem got to be in there. Kareem got to be right. in there. All right. I got a little pushback for you on yours, though, because like <laughs> I can't. I can't definitively say that Wilt. Is is like one of the goats because like we never like it's like Will okay, seem almost like it almost seemed like he like an urban legend like yeah it's, bro. No, it's know, not a lot of footage on Will it's not a lot of footage they didn't even keep all the stats they keep today so like I just I just can't get behind it <laughs> well it's just one of them because he's from Philly so it's one of them yeah he just one of them bulls like it's always nips about he just did he did the top he touched the top of the backboard take a dollar yeah. top of the back, you know what i'm saying like it's nips about he changed the whole game made the whole it made the the join uh more narrow whatever they, they made it wider whatever it was so he yeah. couldn't get rebounds but he just changed the game like 50 points a game and then he he led the league in assists one time so it's like because he wanted right. they said he wouldn't pass yeah yeah but so i can't 
I don't know. It's hit, like stuff like that, like him. Like it, and it was only like eighteen back then, so it, it, it was even more hard. So and then the only people back then was probably really tall, probably Bill Russell. Was, so, yeah. Like it's it's hard to have players back then in this genre, but like it's just his stats are just too hard not to add him in there. That's the only thing just, for me. But if I had some two, I would put Magic in there. Magic, that's yeah. obviously my five. So it would be it's Bron, Jordan, um, Kareem, Magic, and Wilt. That's my that's my five. That's my five. All right, in college. Ooh. That you face. Damn, that's I can't I'm not I can't clue myself, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well, I'm in there. I, I'm on there. Nah, it's time not to be humble anymore. I'm on there. Um, Ryan Cameron's on there. Um, damn, there's a lot of people, bro. I know, there is. Um, damn, bro, hold up. Dang, dang. Taheem's on there. Okay. Damn. That's hard, bro. I'm trying to think. <laughs> Colts, go, go, status. Like, niggas, I just played against, period, or it has to be in the league? Uh, You can play against, period. Just, we just giving you a top four you ever played against or played uh, with. Definitely, definitely Jake Ross from Springfield. That's a that's another white boy that's different, and he's different. That's a different breed too. So that's my that's my four play. I'm do play with too because play with I got I got I got four I play with. Uh, Taheem, um, Daryl, Daryl. I only know Daryl Bagwell. Um, I'm going, I'm going Bo. Bo, he always consistent. Every don't, don't matter what it is, he's always consistent. And then I'm going. Oh, damn, I'm gonna leave you off the list. Now I feel like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like an asshole. Um, damn. These, yeah, these are all Cabrini players. Now I'm thinking about it. Um, and my man Bryce, my man, my white boy Bryce. He always got hustle. I forgot the that. My either that slash Doyle. I don't know if you remember Doyle, but the other white boy that he had off me year, annoying one, the little one. He feel like he don't who. I played Doyle yeah. since he was in high school. Yeah, bro. Either one of them, bro. They one of the people you always want in your team. But you don't want to play against. Oh, them, bro. Don't want to play against. Yeah, exactly. Nope. He's just, he's been he's been, he was the exact same way in high school too. Like same way, bro. It's annoying. Um, but, uh, last question. <laughs> last question for you. Um, you got any advice for uh? Young Hoopers who want to end up like you and up. Yeah, I got a couple. Um, first, I would say the hard work going to pay off eventually. Like it's going to pay off. You put the work in, it's going to pay off. Uh, second is focus on film more, more heavily, and and focus on not just your matchup. Everybody, like all everybody on the court that you think is going to be a threat, because that's how that's how I got better. Because at first, I'm just going in the game just not winging it. I, yeah, basically winging it. Like, I'm like, all right, we want to see how it happened. But if I'm seeing he's biting on every – if he's biting on every up pick, I'm hitting him with all hezies. Like, he's he's going to jump to one of these. 
or if he's playing me, because every every scout report says force him left, doesn't use left hand, uh, he's going to shoot step back, difficult shots. So I learned, I learned their other, I got from other players. So I, I'll hear them. I'm like, all right, so that's what they think they're going to do. So I'm going to play to that. I'm going to play to that, and I'm going to hit them with all counters. I have like three or four counters for each move. So if I, if you see me going, they'll say he's going left, he's going to step back. All right. So now I'm going left. I'm going to step back, hezzy, throw it to the right. Now you're on my hip. Now I'm going through. Somebody's going to step up. I'm diamond it to my man. I mean, I average four assists, so I'm diamond. Like, I'll pass willingly. So it's just little stuff you pick up. And then, like, even though the game might seem fast uh, as a freshman, you um, – the game slows down, as you probably know. The game slows down as the years go on, bro. Because as freshman year, bro, I went in – I was in the game. I just didn't want to mess up. Like, I'm in the game. I'm like, bro, here, take this. I don't even exactly. – bro. Yeah, I don't want this, bro. Sophomore year, I'm sitting, I'm like, all right, well, I'm calm down. Everything is slowed down, slowed down. Junior and senior year, yeah, she was at a snail's pace out there. I'm just like, all right, I'm seeing him keep up the back door. I'm through the zoop. All right, bang. Uh, I'm seeing them, they're coming to double team me. All right, I'm about to split this. The man in the corner open because he's going, the both bottom man going to have to slide over to help. Boom. I'm just seeing the game way better. But I could never be a coach also because – I'm gonna be mad if the players don't do what I think they should do in in my head. You know what I'm saying? Like I get frustrated watching girls' games. I'll be like, why is she not shooting that? Like, why are they not doing why are they not doing step back threes? Why are they not doing this? Well, like what what is in the game? Like they can easily do it. Like I don't understand it because the girls hate they hate how I play. I I mean you see me play. This is all it's all you think it's nonsense, but it shit goes in, it's all step backs, difficult shots, lays. You be like, no, how is he how is he making this shit? Like so they get mad. They don't say it. They get mad though. And then I, I was going to actually train one of them uh, after the season, after, before all this shit shut down, because she really like this one young boy, uh, Layla. She really looked up to me. So I was like, all right, yeah, I'll teach you like a game. I'm just going to teach you all counters because that's the main thing, especially with like girls basketball. Like, like they don't use really count. Like the tough ones use counters. So you see somebody, hey, hey, you won't really, you're not going to really see that much girls basketball. They're just doing, especially D three, just doing this. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying. Open mm-hmm. threes, back cuts. So I said, yo, if you hit them with some wham wham, you're going to be crazy. And they're going to be like, all right. Then you're going to be on Skyrim first. Then you can just start opening your whole game up and broadening it. But yeah, but I was actually thinking about doing a podcast or like these videos explaining like what like what I think like as a scorer you should do. Like I'm a scorer first, but I can also play. You know I can play point guard. I can do, I can do a lot. So I've been trying like, it's just hard to like put all the knowledge in somebody's head and actually make them like, believe what i'm saying is going to work like if some people be like man eh, i'm saying they be like, ah, whatever you know what i'm saying but then yeah. when i show them they're like oh why why what made you think that there i said i just told you i told you he's baiting me left so i'm gonna go left i'm fast i'm gonna go left he's gonna have to once i blow past him he's gonna be hard as shit trying to recover i'm snatching it back now he's out my sight now i can do whatever i want it's just it's certain that, stuff. That, that like IQ is like hard to find like nowadays. Yes, like, that that was another problem we had. Like we couldn't learn any plays. That's why you if you see us out there and we just like we just winging it. We are because <laughs> nobody knew the plays, bro. We we would go over the plays, niggas playing around. I'm like, bro, there's time. Like I'm, a, I, I'm I joke around a lot, bro. So it was like, bro, it's times to joke around and it's times to lock in. This is when you lock in. I'm sitting here. I'm like, we'll run. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a play. We'll run this. They just be like, what? What? Or inbound players. They'd be like, what? What are we doing? What? I'm like, bro, get the ball in. 
Like, like, bro, we can't run anything. And then they complain, like, could we get, I get face guarded, obviously. And then there's nobody. They're like, oh, what do we do? Oh, we had plays for it, but you, you niggas don't know it. So it's like, what do you, what do you expect me to do? I'm running around in circles trying to get the ball. I'm my, my shit blinking like it's 2K. I'm like, God damn, I'm tired of shit by the time I get the ball. I got this African mix. He all in my mitt, like, slapping me. I'm like, come on, man. And everybody looking at me crazy. They're looking at me crazy because I can't do anything. Bro, I ran around for 15 seconds to get the ball. Exactly. So y'all just out there playing. Y'all just out there playing park. Bro, huh? we was out there. Yes, bro. We was out there doing whatever I brought. He's out there drawing. Like, eventually, at the end of it, it was too late. We already lost a lot of games. So it was like they actually started buying in, and it just started working. Because at first, we started playing – our defenses was – he wanted to play man full court all game. Shit wasn't going to work. It was dead. Oh, that was fucking dead, bro. <laughs> it was fucking dead. That lasted about five games. Like, bro, nobody guards on our team like that, bro. Like, you have to have black – I don't want to be racist, but you got to have some black athletes that's just going to die. Huh. Like, you're not going nowhere past me. Bro, I'm not doing that. And I got to score 20. No, I'm not doing that, bro. I'm not. I'm not. I'm sagging back. Here, come come to me. Come on, you got to come back here. Take him right three-point line, and I'm cool. I'm not, I'm not guarding 94 feet, bro. Yeah. We played a team like that, um, Virginia Wesleyan, bro. They play like that. They got – all black players that were six two, just running, soon they get tired, tag yeah. in. It take it take that. a special kind of, it yes. definitely take a special kind of yes. mentality to like special. guard somebody ninety four feet. Like, Mm-mm. bro, they ain't get no help. But it was just all just ISO, just me against you. But we were busting. It was actually busting their ass. But they had to start helping. But they just don't have. You get beat, you coming out the game. Next time, next man come in. You get beat, you out the game. You got wait another five minutes. I'm like, damn. I imagine that. I ain't guarding that long, bro. I don't like defense that much. That's just <laughs> training, bro. That's 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 training, bro. I'll get my, you know what I'm saying? I'll get my little still. I'll be like, uh, uh, act like I'm there, late contest. Cool, but I ain't doing that. Hey, we going? Hey, we going? Nope. <laughs> that ain't me. Not that pet dev shit, bro. Yeah, I'm not that pet dev. I'm not doing that, but that's doing way too much, bro. Doing way too much. See, my my theory is that I'm going to cancel you out anyway. My matchup going to cancel out. If you get yeah, exactly. if you get in twenty, I'm getting twenty. So that's canceled out. That's zero zero. Or I'm going to get a positive. Like that's what I'll be thinking. Like but I'm just going to cancel you out. That's my defense. You might have twenty five, but I'm gonna have thirty. So you still lost the battle. It's all right, it's all right bro. Yeah, bro. That's all I got for them. All right, bro. Well, uh, we wanted to, uh, we wanted to thank you for taking your time out time out your day to uh, come come kick it with us on the pod. Anytime, man. I'll be it. back. Whenever you guys want me back, I ain't doing nothing, bro. Whenever y'all need another guest, <laughs> my black ass will be right back here. <laughs> shit. For sure, bro. Tell, tell, tell the people where they can find you at everywhere. Uh, I got I got uh, my Instagram is underscore K21B underscore. Um, I'm on TikTok now. I'm on TikTok. I fell into it. Quarantine, KSweat21. And then uh, my YouTube channel, got some good content up there. It's uh, KXSweat. Um, got a new video dropping tonight, so everybody just go check that out. Everybody, go ahead, follow my man, subscribe to him on YouTube. Go, go yes, like please. his TikToks and shit. <laughs> oh, that's great. Thank you, my guys. All right, thank All right, you. Appreciate it, bro. Bye. Got you, my boy. Hey, yeah. have a good one. That was a good John. That was a good John. I like didn't want to stop and ask him questions because he was just going, and I was like, okay, yeah, he, yeah. he <laughs> was one of he was one of the people he's one of them type of people you don't got to direct to it.
Not at all. Definitely but, don't got to um, direct to it. We about to get into. You definitely appreciate him for coming on. But uh, yeah. get into. Let's get into these work stories, y'all. Kate <laughs> got some crazy work stories that she want to tell y'all about from last that y'all were talking about last week. Yeah, I mean, I honestly think anyone in customer service would have like wild ass stories because the type of people that come in are just, just so rude. Um, like it, it honestly baffles me that some people think it's okay to talk to others that way like yeah i really appreciate you coming at me over shit that's not my fault love it um so like i'm trying to like like think of like a time that like really pissed you off like like some shit like that okay all right so the big one of the biggest ones that comes to mind is at the other place that i used to work at this other body shop and it was like first thing in the morning and at every body shop, you're on a direct repair program with certain insurance companies, not all of them, like whatever. So one of our bigger ones was Geico and we had a customer come in and they come in by appointment. So this guy was at least like half hour, 45 minutes early to his appointment. And he just busts open the door and I'm at the first desk up front and he's like, um, is that my Tahoe out front? And I went and I, uh, I'm sorry, what? And he's like, is that my Tahoe out front? And I went, okay, so that's how we're going to do this. All right, cool. And I was like, sir, I'm sorry, but I, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, do you have an appointment? Are you coming in to drop off? I'm assuming like that you're getting into a rental and everything. And he was like, uh, yeah, I have an appointment at, you know, like 9 a.m. or whatever it was. He was like, and I called about a rental car and he's just going off. And I mean, screaming at me, talking to me like I'm the biggest piece of shit, slowing things down as if I'm like special and can't understand him. And I was like, okay. I said, well, one, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't work for enterprise. So I don't know what kind of deal you had set up with them about the Tahoe. I'd be more than happy to call for you and get it all figured out and whatever I said, but I don't work for enterprise as right here. My shirt does not say enterprise. So I don't know how you would expect me to know this. And he was just like, well, can you call them? And like, he was just the most ignorant fuck. And I can't, cannot stand people like that like don't go off on me because you talked to another company and had an arrangement set up like that was between you and them not me and them or me you and them like I wasn't a part of this I did not know so don't come at me for me not knowing something like that shit pisses me off so much (laughs) Gee, what's your worst one um it it wasn't me directly so last summer (laughs) last or I think it was like summer 18. Yeah, it was it was right before I took uh took a semester off school. Um I was doing something different like I was in impound. So it was my first week on the job. I was trained I was like training so I was just like watching everything and learning how to do it and everything like that. So I get I was just like behind the counter or whatever watch like observing. So then somebody came in and their car had gotten towed or whatever. And like, so when, when your car gets towed or impounded, you gotta have 
you got to have like a certain like a certain list of things. This your uh your license, registration, and proof of insurance. So I guess they didn't have it, or what, or they didn't have everything they needed, and like the the situation escalated it. And the lady that was handling it, she first of all, it's two women. So situations between women sometimes tend to flare a little bit quicker. Um, she started, she called the lady that was working the window a bitch. Like, <laughs> and then like the ladies, the uh the lady I work with, she was like, Who the fuck you talking to? Like, she got she got real gangster real quick. And then like she was about to come out the door. So then, like, our security person that was working there, like, had to come in and restrain. It was crazy. Like, I'm like, wow, like, these people really come in here. Like, the shit is your fault, bro. Like, I just I just don't get, like, how you could, like, come in. And, like, like the whole six months I was doing that, it was just, like, a lot. People would just come in, like, with attitudes and, and shit like that. Like, so me, me, like, I didn't really have to do, like, a lot of window work, but I would, like, kind of start people up on the process and like taking the information, make the copies and stuff like that. And like, I saw how, I saw the type time that people was on, like before they even spoke, you know what I mean? Or or the people who would call before they came in, like the people who would call and be like, is my car here? And like, I just, I just kind of knew like what type time they would be on. So I would just act accordingly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't think I've like ever like really been in like a bad like work situation. I don't think like I had like like shitty like kids I had to like watch and everything like that. <laughs> and like my boss was like crazy about that. But like besides that, like I've never had no one like be like really disrespectful. Besides like the kids, obviously, but like they like I little, mean the kids. Yeah. So like they yeah. don't really, like understand. Yeah, I worked I worked with kids for one summer. And then I realized, like, that's just not what I want to do ever. <laughs> <laughs> so I, so I just, you know, got heavy with the intern game. Yeah, it, it yeah, was. I mean, customer service is definitely like a special kind of place. I um, think it's something. I really that... do think that everyone should have to work in customer service for bare minimum, like six months. Like, and I mean, like absolute bare minimum. It builds character. Definitely, it builds does. Character. Like you, like, like you learn how to deal with people, how to handle situations. It it does definitely build character. Yeah, you don't understand what those people are going through until you actually are one of them, or like you mm-hmm. in that environment and you see everything that goes on. Like it's really, <laughs> it's funny, like how much stuff just happens in the workplace over mm-hmm. over time. So, um, if we want to shift gears a little bit. I know I had I had something that I wanted to bring to light uh this week for the for the pod right. and the audience because I'm sure Good like I'm sure they can relate to it. And um mm-hmm. that that thing is like stagnant friendships, I guess you I, I can call it that. Um or just like outgrowing a relationship that you in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I feel like people don't know when to like get out of a friendship. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, like, uh, so like, I would say like, people that so what are you talking about? Like people that like don't really mean people anything. that just like stay stay in friendships. Like, it gets it gets to a certain point where you outgrow somebody or they outgrow you, and 
and like y'all just sticking around just for the sake of friendship or because like oh oh like no new friends it's my day one like me i know like i know like i don't keep anybody around me that like that we can't do stuff for each other like or we can't benefit each other you know what i mean like it's, it's getting to a certain point where like your friends have to be like on the same mission as you and, and mm-hmm. not not like they gotta like do the same thing as you but like you can't you can't be like the only person with goals in in a friendship once you get to a certain point in life you know what i mean yeah, yeah. like you gotta like the people I want around me is like people like that that want better for themselves and like to 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 take off in life. Like I don't I don't want people that's just like that want to be average around me. Like you know what I mean? Because like, that brings that brings you down. And like yeah, it's, you feel like they make you feel like oh like uh, why are you doing so much work? Like I don't need to do all that and all yeah. this other shit like that. Yes, yeah, first of all, there's nothing wrong with being like the average everyday person. You know what I mean? Like. Is is nothing wrong with that? It's just not. It's it's not for me. You really believe that, huh? You really believe that? I mean, if that's if that's your prerogative, you know what I'm saying. You wanna just be like a everyday person, like have at it. That's it's not for me. I'm not gonna judge you for it, but I know I can't I can't have you around me if you don't wanna if you don't wanna be great. Like I understand like if if you if you got ambitions and you striving every day. And maybe you don't end up where you want to be. All right, fine. But at least, at least, like you, you working for something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like, and and I'm the type of person like I'm I'm very loyal. So like I'll like I'll like stay with my friends through through anything. Like when I see like that they really trying in life. Like I'm not yeah. going like like I'm the type of person to keep a small circle. I'm 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 uh, mostly friends with like the same people that I've been friends with since high school, which is rare. Um, but I I do think that I have a good group of friends. I only got like five to eight people that's like true that I truly call my friend. You know what I mean? Like friendship to me is a big deal. Like I'm not I'm not a friendly person. Everybody who knows me knows that I'm not a friendly person. So oh, like that's not that a circle? bad thing though. Are we in huh? that circle? I said, Eat are we dick. in that circle? Eat a dick. <laughs> we better fucking be. Y'all, y'all know, y'all know where y'all are. I mean, if you if you're in my circle, you 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 wouldn't have to ask. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. they they those people know who they are. But um But I feel like what you're trying to get at is like I feel like males, no offense to females out there, males don't really outgrow like like males like it's not really like they're friends like i feel like you just like stop having time for each other but i feel like girls like kayla you can speak probably speak on this like girls like if you have like if you feel like you're outgrowing like another person they take offense to that like they're like i was literally just talking about this i think yesterday about how um like my circle of friends is literally like girl wise is so small because over you know the past like four years since everyone's really been going to college like people have changed or you know they're just they found new friends in college so it's just like yeah. eh, fuck you you know like it, girls are very quick to just like 
get new friends and even if they do decide to stay friends with like their older friends that they've known for a while they kind of I feel like I don't want to say take advantage of them but kind of you know like they're like oh she'll always be there for me so like Mm -hmm. I don't have to make time for her or talk to her as much or see her and you know whatever the case may be which I think is still kind of fucked up like it doesn't matter how long you guys have been friends like you still have to make time for each other and put in the effort like like what we talked about last week like every type of relationship requires effort especially friendships like I don't know I I feel like I feel like with dudes it's like sometimes like you may be friends for a while but like I don't think that should always matter. Like, if you had two different places in your life, then you had two different places in your life. Like, everybody don't yeah. have the same experiences in life, and and that's okay. But like, you know what I mean? Some sometimes people just, and you you definitely see it. Like, once you like leave high school and you and you get into real life, it's not just about going to college or whatever. But like, once once you get out of that like the small arena of like being a kid, I guess, like people start to go to different ways and, and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And like, even me personally, like, and that's fine. Even me, like, I definitely, I definitely like outgrew a group of people that I was, I was hanging around with when I was like younger. Like I thought these was going to be my niggas like for life, but things happen. Like um, yeah. everybody is not like, everybody is not as cool as 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 you assume them to be with you but like i said it is what it is um and that's my thing shit happens man if you guys outgrow each other and you don't want to be in like if you don't want to be friends with someone else like it does like how do i say this so it doesn't matter how long you guys have been friends like if you outgrow the other person and you're like hey you know what like this friendship's just not really working it's stagnant like it's you know whatever yeah. we're each doing our own thing then just end the friendship like there's sometimes it should just fall off oh yeah absolutely but like i don't know i feel like people are scared to be like oh well i've known them for so long like i don't want to yeah. not be friends with them but it's like if mm-hmm. you genuinely like you know don't miss seeing them if you're like eh, i haven't seen them in like six months or whatever but like I'm still chilling. Like I don't really yeah. miss them, or you guys just completely outgrow each other in general. Then that's fine. Like that's perfectly fine. It happens, you know. Yeah, like I know, like I know. Shit, me and Josh ain't seen each other in two months, and like we like we like attached at the hip all the time. Like I know. So like it's weird. You miss me? Huh? You miss me? No, I hate you. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I actually hope you get the Rona. Fuck you! Damn, all that. (laughs) (laughs) It's like no, Loki. We probably, we probably all already had it. Probably. I really think I did. Like I really believe that. But that's a completely different. We definitely had it. You done? Y'all, y'all got anything else to say? I said what I. Um, I mean, I mean, I'm good. I think people should shouldn't be scared of like taking the next step in life, and if if the whoever. Whoever not trying to like come with you or be supportive on your journey, bro, let it go, bro. We we doing positive yeah. positivity only, bro. Like, like because mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of times what will happen like when you become stagnant with a friend is like it becomes like low key a lot of tension. Like they'll have like some harboring animosity because they don't they all the time might not like where where you going. 
shit, sometimes you might not like where they're going, but sometimes you really just gonna have to cut your losses and just just do do what's right for you, man. Because at the end of the day, uh, you always got to take care of number one. You know what exactly. I mean? This at this time in our lives, because I know like a lot of the people who listen is like in our same age group. So I'm talking to y'all like <clears throat> this time in your life. It's really about being selfish. Don't let nobody tell you that being selfish is wrong right now because you really don't have anybody that you need to make sacrifices for but yourself. You know what I mean? So right. that's how that's how I feel about it. Like you could call me selfish. Like I know I'm I'm an asshole, I'm arrogant or whatever, but <laughs> it is it is what it is. Like you gotta do what's right. Gotta, you gotta do right by you. There's nothing wrong with being selfish, like yeah. Like you let people, if you keep doing shit for other people, you're not gonna like your life. You can't be great without a little bit of selfishness and narcissism, bro. I, I believe that. Exactly. I, I really and believe I agree, that. And I agree with what you said. Like now's the time to do it before like mm-hmm. you really have to venture out into the world and um really get your life going and yeah, you know, get married, have kids, whatever it is you're choosing to do with your life just like now's the time to really focus on you before you have to focus on a whole bunch of other shit life life definitely hits you fast so like before it hits you you got to make sure like you lived how you want to live and all that bro and like you got to definitely just like keep the right circle around you bro and yeah everybody that you might be cool with or they not your friend bro niggas niggas be fake showing fake ass love out here like that's it's not the type of situation you want to be in. Like you gotta, you gotta also be able to judge people's character. You know what I mean? Like people, people. If you if you pay attention, people are gonna show you who they really are over time. Yeah. And people, some a lot of people choose to ignore it, but just pay attention to the people you got around you because they they'll show you who they really are. Big facts. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. So Good we want to move. All right, let's move on. All right, we, let's get- all right, we got we got everything out of the way that we wanted to talk about seriously. So now we're about to move on to the funniest. All right, let's hurry up and get into this shit. I don't want no smoke with Kayla's parents. Um, you got <laughs> she got dinner soon. Facts. I don't want no smoke. All right, uh, the baby. Y'all want to hear about it? Yes, no. Y'all care? I care. <laughs> Kayla. Yeah, go for it. Um, so the baby. Yeah, go. Your man got into trouble again. So out in Vegas. He uh almost he was fought a sprinter a sprinter what sprinter van a sprinter it? driver he has a sprinter yeah. van bro it's the the Ben sprinter and he got into trouble again basically so listen <laughs> listen uh um, back in November right or some shit like yeah, that yeah it was back in November the baby got a I don't know he just need different people around him um yes. bro I think that, really that go, bro I just think he going through shit bro. Because like first he, of all, he should he should have never had no direct uh no direct contact with the driver. Exactly. Somebody should have been handling that. Like you got you got people that come with you on the road, like your road managers, that's, for the simple that's fact. What they're for. Yeah, that's what they for. They they handle everything administratively for you, so you don't have to end up in these situations. But yeah, he's definitely going through something. Like if you think about it, like my man really just went from being in the hood, chilling to like being a superstar, like an international superstar, a household name, bro. He's a household name. He went from like little John John from Charlotte to nigga. That's the baby, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> like, like it's crazy. But literally though. 
like his come up came up like it was so fast. Like he he wasn't. I don't think he was really prepared for superstardom. No, I don't think so either. I feel. Yeah. All right. Like that's a lot for someone to take in. Exactly. Yeah. Especially someone then like who's had to go through everything. Like he shot somebody. He had to shoot somebody. He had to. Yeah. And he's straight from the hood. Like he not. My man might need like two, three years of just therapy after that, bro. All right, um, Adele, yes, no. Some oh, Adele. My, Hold on, let me girl, let me just let me just say real quick. Girl. I hate y'all niggas, <laughs> cause cause the other day on Twitter, I'm looking at the timeline. Uh-huh. I'm looking at the timeline, and y'all just now noticing Adele was bad. Adele been bad for like ten, however long she been out. That's how long she been bad. Y'all been trying. Mm-hmm. Don't don't jump on the train now. Talk talk to my baby crazy. You feel me? And I see is it is it is it people hating on her because she lost weight now? I think I saw some hate. I don't know. I didn't see any I hate. Think so. I think I did see like a few things about it. Yeah. They is, were just like, why like did she think she had to lose that much weight? And like is it, that and the other thing. Is it the fat bitches that be mad? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Honestly. No offense. <laughs> No offense to the big bitches, bro, but some some of y'all be mad, bro. Some of y'all just be outraged. Oh, you love people... big bitches. You the main oh, one. Oh, no, 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 no. Of course. I love me a big bitch. Oh, but, right. but, but they be mad. They be oh, mad right. when, like, when, like, the uh people, like, lose weight or not when people lose weight, but, like, when people say they like a certain body type, it's preference, like, mm-hmm. You can't be mad about the beauty standards when that's just preference, bro. Like, that's all it is. I don't know. I don't know. Stop hating. Step your I, cookies up. No, I feel like that's just like that's a whole like different topic in itself. Too. Yeah, like body image, um, and shit like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely just like a whole another conversation. <laughs> For sure. Like that's that's a deep dive that uh, <laughs> that a lot of people probably not ready for. No, but. I know I know exactly when we should do that. When? So um so not next week's episode since we'll be with Colin, but the one after that. Ooh. Ooh. We could talk about body posse. Yes. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Can, Ooh. Go can we just can we just get at all the feminists then? Cause I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Like, all right. Um, baby from Utah drives to LA to buy Lambo. Y'all care, y'all don't. Uh, we can keep it moving. Keep it moving. <laughs> All right. Um, Horace Grant. Yes. Not, yes. not eating. Not eating after yes. game, after bad games. Bro, I know. We, I know. Keith just okay. touched on it. Yeah, y'all can get Keith it. Keith just touched on it when we was in, well, in the interview and everything like that. But, yo, I want to know yeah. why these niggas was out here letting Michael Jordan treat them the way they was treating, like the way he was treating them. Like he was like out here sucker punching people. Like, like where they do that at? Like. That's not that's not the way you lead. Like, I, I just like if that was me, if that was me, Mike had to see me. Like, if you gonna tell the flight attendant not to give me my plate, best believe I'm taking your food, and you're not gonna say nothing about it because I'll smack <laughs> it out you, Mike. You could be Mike. I I don't. First of all, I'm the type of person where I don't care who you are. Like, I I'm the type of person you gotta earn. You gotta earn their respect earn my respect and in turn I'm gonna earn your respect but we not gonna be sitting here you're not gonna be sitting here just disrespecting me off rip like I'm not a grown man you feel me 
Like, that's not how it's going to be. We're going to have a, at the least, we're going to have an amicable working relationship. That's not what that sounded like. Mike was out here, like, being abusive to these niggas. He was a bully, bro. One thing, one thing. I'm letting somebody take my food away from me. If I'm it, like, a grown man, that. bro. Come on now. And one thing about me is, bro, I hate, I hate bullies, bro. Like, that's like, that's anything to be doing. Like, come on, bro, grow up. Like, I understand, like, you the leader and you, like, want to motivate niggas, but that's not, that's not that's cool. Not like, way. that's not the way, like, yeah. like, you, you trying to demasculate a grown man. Like, what, what, what type of time you on? Did you, like, did you feel, like, powerful after that? Like, <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like I feel, feel like, good about yourself being like that. I really feel like from watching this whole doc, like Mike Michael Jordan had like this inferiority complex that manifested itself in the like verbal abuse of his teammates and shit like that, and the people, well, we'll get, and the we'll, people we'll around the organization. Michael Jordan, uh, a section for you to talk about your whole <laughs> come last episode next week. We're also, uh, if I'm just gonna finish this segment off by saying, "Fuck Mike, he not the goat, he a bitch, and he got his dad killed." <laughs> all right uh six nine your boy yeah. um that's not my boy um <laughs> no bro come on so let's talk about like, let's, let's talk about uh all right so this is what happened so six nine got out we we all know what happened bro uh and his song i guess the song dropped friday and he went on live on friday and he had two million viewers in his live he definitely i definitely that that broke the record right broke the record yeah by like I think somebody said he broke the record like four times over. Yeah, something like that. The record was only like a like a couple thousand, something like that. Also, Meek fell into his trap too. Yeah, Meek fell into trolling. Trap. I don't know. I don't know why Meek keep on doing this. What you mean? He's supposed to like, though. Like, no, you don't got to speak on it, bro. Bro, that's not that's, cool. What he doing? I don't got nothing to do with that. That don't have nothing to do with okay, me, bro. But he Man's can't. not. Well, he can't let niggas know that's cool, bro. To do, I feel like, like I feel like food, right now, right now, Meek is on the path that's even great. Like the path that Meek is on, like he too, he he too, um, his platform is too elevated for him to be like worrying about that. Like that man not taking food off your plate, Meek. Like don't but even worry here, about it, bro. He, we know, no, he actually been to jail, bro. He he couldn't rat on nobody, get more time out. He did his time and he got out. Even if he wasn't supposed to do the time, bro, that's fucked up. If he thinks that the bull who came I into the country and was supposed to be out here like gang banging and all this stuff and giving money to the gang and stuff, and he Listen. he's the one who got and he ratted to get out of time. I'm and not said that he's gonna get coded if he couldn't. I understand. I understand, like, all right, we don't snitch, you know what I'm saying? That's that's the that's the code and, and everything like that. But they the from to my understanding, Nantre, they also they also broke the code a little bit. But I think I think there that there's just like a larger issue when it comes to gang culture, especially black gang culture, because it's a lot of like it, black gang culture is not organized the way like you see like the Mexican cartels, like they that shit is that's militaristic, like the mob. That shit militaristic. Like it's you never see that type of shit, but you only see it with like black gangs. And I feel like it's because it's everybody got their own agenda. You know what I mean? Like they let they first of all, I'ma put some of the blame on them because these is real street niggas that that um that allow him to to join 
not even join not even join the game because we don't know if he was a real member but he was he was sitting in on like staff meetings and shit like that like like he knew everything like they let him they let him put that front you know what i'm saying like so i just think like everything is not on him and he did he did make some points i'm not saying what he did was right but he made some points when he said like they they did a lot of shit that was unloyal to him too so he felt like all right fuck it like these not my real niggas like but if he but he should have never been with them though I mean, he could have been with them because, like, it's a lot of it's a lot of rappers out here that that like got gang affiliations, but they don't they don't. He could have did it a different way because I I truly believe that like he could have got popping without saying all that gang shit. Like, just if he was just running around like just all being about that, gang shit though. Yeah, but I think I don't know. Like some of his shit slapped. Like I don't even listen to the words in his shit. All like, his shit. Is gang shit. That's all I'm gonna say. That's how I'm gonna finish this. All his shit is gang shit. And without the, but without, I think, him saying, without him saying Trey Wayne, all that shit, yeah. niggas wouldn't have think, even fucked with him. I feel like this is just a longer conversation. But I saw this coming. I definitely saw this coming. Like when, from the moment like he snitched, I'm like, all right, he only going, he gonna do two years max. Maybe Colin, would, maybe Colin want to talk about this next week. Yeah, but yeah, I, I I just saw it coming. I don't know why, and. And a lot of y'all niggas' favorite rapper is not as solid as they say either, because they they definitely be out here. They go to jail and then come back a few months later, like when they should at least do a few years. That's all I'm saying. I'm not accusing nobody of nothing. <laughs> but hey, it's, it's, I'm not saying nothing. Favorite thing of the week, yo. <laughs> Cutting you off, you. We got we, we on a time restraint, bro. My fault. <laughs> all right. Favorite um, thing? Probably my my favorite thing is probably wrapping up classes and just being done with the semester. I'm over it. I feel you. Probably For my sure. favorite thing. Keep you guys. Um, I don't I don't think I had one this week. Yeah, probably the same thing. Wrapping up, getting done with the school year. It was definitely definitely a trying year for sure. Well, yeah. trying semester for sure. But um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, mine's probably GTA Online. Found out about how hot that is, <laughs> and I'm on that every single day now. So if y'all play that shit, follow, add me on Xbox, and I'll get that shit popping. All right, y'all. That's all the time we have for this week. We'll see y'all next week. We have a very special episode. We're gonna be uh doing a a joint podcast with uh with our man Colin. Uh, so look out for that. Um. Y'all have a great day, a great week, and we'll catch y'all next time. Peace. Bye.